You're listening to the Hindu Business Lines Field Notes podcast with TR Vivek. Hello dear listeners and welcome to another episode of Field Notes, a podcast from BL on all things agribusiness. I'm your host TR Vivek. Among the many problems that Indian agriculture faces is the absence of quality standards in the farm to fork chain. The lack of standards means farmers have no incentive to innovate and produce qualitatively better food. It also takes away from the consumer's option of buying better. Even globally, determining the quality of farm produce is largely a subjective exercise. It often involves conjecture. Uh, usually, farm farm commodities are put through physical parameter tests, uh, which include touch and feel, visual appeal, smell and taste. As a result, the ability of farmers who grow higher quality of food or pesticide or chemical free produce, uh, they can't command a premium. Uh, at next, a Chandigarh-based agri-tech startup could well be among the first in the world to crack this conundrum in a manner that is scalable even in a vast and diverse country like India. Uh, it uh, uses computer vision, a field of engineering that deals with computers, analyzing information with digital images and videos, spectral analytics, internet of things, and artificial intelligence. Agnix devices and technology platform, the company claims, can analyze produce quality from milk to grains to tea in about 30 seconds. It's uh, like an MRI scanner for food. Uh, to tell us more about this interesting deep tech innovation, we are joined by Taranjit Singh Bhamra, the 42-year-old founder of Agnix. Taran is an IM Calcutta and IM Kharagpur alum who chucked up a career in consulting and investment banking in 2015 to pursue his ambition of starting a business that could help Indian farmers. Hello and welcome to Field Notes, Taran. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure, Vivek. For our viewers, tell us what does Agnex do? What problem does it solve? It almost seems fantastical to imagine that you know you could analyze all the parameters of an agricultural produce straight out of the farm in thirty seconds. Yes, sir. so as you rightly pointed out, Vivek, you know most of the trillion dollar worth of trade that keeps happening at a farm gate, at a warehouse, at a factory happens on basically two axes, the axis of quantity and the axis of quality, which means any price function, any buying decision is a function of quantity and quality. Quantity by its very inherent nature is very mathematically defined, but quality is not defined at all. It is entirely subjective, left to, you know, very, very crude evaluations of, you know, millions of dollars of commodity that I am going to buy. And this leaves a lot of issues in the supply chain of food value, food value chain, where whether it's a, it's a procurer is at a farm gate or it is at a warehouse or it is at a factory, they all need a proper definitive understanding of the quality they are buying. So what Agnext has done is not something I won't get into much details about, you know, how many algorithms or how many patents or, you know, what's the deep science that we have brought in. But what we have actually done is, uh, you know, how a human body could, could now be solved by just kind of, you know, doing an MRI and 
you know knowing that where the issues are in the in the whole body can we develop a similar technology for food is what uh, agnex started with because effectively what we are trying to do here is we are trying to digitize every transaction that happens in the food value chain so if you are able to analyze you know any grain any leaf any liquid and say that oh, this is the the inherent quality at which you are buying then the for the buyer it becomes a big assurance of trade that you know i am buying this quality from x location which is digitized by agnext and it ensures that i buy with the right pricing now that's the entire business model on which we started with you know we started with tea where when the tea needs to be analyzed we brought computer vision and uh, we took more than half a million data samples of tea leaves to you know analyze every every which ways uh, a tea leaf quality can be ascertained whether it's a two leaf and a bud one leaf and a bud three leaf there are multiple quality parameters just on visual inspection that is done we replace that entirely by a computer vision technology now literally all the tea uh, gardens companies want this technology so that they are assured that you know so many trucks of buying that they are doing every day that that is it goes in crores of buying every day they are able to ensure that they are buying uh, at the right price let's stick to this example of tea can you tell us uh, you know how conventionally tea is you know when it is plucked from the estates how it is brought in how is tea quality tested and uh, what role then does magnets devices play when it comes to tea you know most of us have this uh, nice vision of ladies plucking in the gardens of assam right that's the vision we most uh, remember with so what they are effectively doing there is picking up the top layer of tea uh, i would say plants uh, whether it's a tree actually and putting it up into the basket this basket is then put into a truck which is around 2 tons or 2000 kgs of tea leaves and then these are taken to the factories where these tea leaves are then taken through a process to make the tea now the the quality of the tea that that comes out and the pricing also at which a processor is able to you know sell further in the market it all depends about how much of these tea leaves have a, a better shoot or a, a, i would say a better fine leaf it is called so what is fine leaf fine leaf is a combination of you know uh, if you have one bud and two leaves by the side which is the topmost of the tree leaves that means the more percentage of that is there the better the quality of the tea will come so what they do is out of the two ton truck they take some sample they put it on the table this sample was just 100 gram of a two ton truck which is actually not that uh, great representative sample of the whole truck but it used to be done very manually where it is to be taken it was to be spread and then the okay it is it is 32% fine leaf in this we will pay you this much price no imagine with 50 trucks coming you know every day in a factory it is nearly impossible it's a very rough and ready method you know it is very it is... rough and ready and and the processes lose a lot of money uh because uh, any assessment goes haywire both sides and But even this, this this process of randomly taking a sort of fistful of a sample from a truckload of produce i'm sure this is not just with tea but it applies to all other agricultural produce as well be it grains pulses it is applied everywhere in the world uh, every industry whether it's a mustard or a grain 
uh, wheat or a paddy, you name any industry, they have defined their own sampling methods. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether it's at a warehouse or whether the commodities in the truck, they, they have the sampling methods that out of this lot, we will take this much of sample and that will become the representation of the whole lot. So the analysis is done on the sample itself. That's a that's an accepted, uh, I would say, practice across the world, across any commodity value chain. And that's how the pricing is also est estimated. This is what we are solving where, one, we can increase the sample size. So for example, the technology that we made in tea, we increase it to uh, from 100 gram to a 5 kilo. So it's almost 50x and no human intervention. This is entirely done by a machine using computer vision and some more technologies, which uh, which kind of, you know, now tell us that a 5 kilo, what, what is the, you know, fine leaf count in that. So once you know that you are able to determine that, okay, I, I should buy it at this price because I would, I would get this quality out of it. So this is just one simple example of tea. Then we go into turmeric, then we go into grains, then we go tell into- me, Tell me something. Uh, if this is the standard practice worldwide, then why innovate? Why, why fix something that is not broken? If every part of the chain is happy with the, the existing system, what's the problem? I think it is the same problem that everything uh, we had trams and tongas and you know we were we were why why we need a tram uh, why need a metro and why need you know airplanes to go from one city to other it it is as akin to that because this this these practices are very 50 60 100 years old and the entire assessments when when there was not much the kind of food volumes that we are getting and not much investments were there uh, today i mean today everyone has scaled 10x to 100x and they are not able to manage with, you know, what 50 year old technologies used to be there. I won't even call it a technology without people, right? So you need technologies everywhere to disrupt, uh, you know, and when we are talking about medical systems, uh, when you are talking about uh, transportation systems, you talk about education systems, everywhere technology is being brought in to manage the quantum of uh, overall movement that is happening in that industry, right? Earlier, uh, if you call it, uh, even the Nadi guy, only five people used to visit. Today, 5,000 people visit a hospital every day. You can't put a Nadi guy and say that, you know, I'll tell you everything about you. <laughs> it does not. It does not work that way. So industry uh, needs full disruption. And when you are doing, you know, billions and trillions of transactions, digitizing quality, uh, if, if you're not digitizing quality, it leads to humongous losses in the downstream. You know, leave aside to the farmer, or, but the buyers... Uh, face the biggest issue and that's where i think our our proposition remains a b2b sale uh, to these buyers as a as a technology which they imbibe in their own buying process and then they take it forward to multiple uh, you know uh, procurement centers that they are undertaking so i think it becomes a very b2b proposition so we are never selling to farmers we are only selling to you know corporates and uh, today we are present in five countries and uh, in India, our, we are operating right from, you know, Kanyakumari to Kashmir and, uh, you know, from, from the west to the east where we, our technologies are being used. Uh, we are in total of around 1500 locations in India today. And uh, I think uh, we will expand this significantly to, uh, to take this technology wherever buying is happening. Describe to us uh, what the machine does, what kind of commodities it analyzes. 
Yeah. Uh, and what are the parameters it can tell? Tell the buyer and the farmer. Uh, I, I saw on your website uh, images of some of the machines that you use. They look like pretty much like des desktop printers, the size of des desktop printers or or some large Xerox machine, photocopy machines. Yes. So uh, uh, the inherent uh, parameters that we intend to analyze uh, are divided into two actually based on multiple industries, uh, how they how they analyze. For example, the tea leaf primarily is analyzed on the physical characteristic of, you know, what is the configuration of the tea leaves that, that are being bought. And that's why we use computer vision, something which analyzes through, through vision or the eyes, which was used to be done earlier. But there are a lot of industries, food industries, which, which buys food based on the chemical nature of the food. For example, milk is bought on two parameters, fat and solid non-fat. So whenever a farmer brings it to a milk company, the company will analyze the milk fat content and the solid non-fat content in that. And based on that, they will, you know, pay it up. So for example, mustard, if they are buying, they buy it on the, on the mustard content in the sea, in, in that, uh, you know, mustard that they are buying. Similarly, if I talk about spices, uh, it is a combination of both physical, you know, how, how good are the chili pods, whether they're broken, etc. There are six, seven parameters, but also on, you know, what is the heat value and what is the capsaicin value, which is, which pretty much defines how good or how spicy the spices, right? Now you cannot do that with eyes. You will have to take it to a lab. So people used to do all that in milk uh, using a device, uh, spices using a lab, mustard using a lab. What we did is did, uh, new technology packaged, uh, an old technology actually packaged into a new format, which is spectral sciences. And we worked uh, with AI on the edge so that this works in any part of India. And then we built our own algorithms, which can analyze these, uh, you know, the chemical content in the, in the commodity. So th these devices are like very small portable devices, which you can take to any warehouse, any factory where the commodities are coming. You instantly, you know, take a sample, put it inside and you will, within one minute, you will get the analysis about, you know, what is the chemical composition of that? So when the buyers are buying, they know what is the physical parameters and what are the chemical parameters. Based on that, they, you know, ensure that what they are buying is all digital and they are able to build a price on that. That's the two technologies that we work across the spectrum of commodities that we are working. So uh, milk has only chemical, uh, mustard has uh, both chemical and physical. Grains like wheat, uh, we do gluten and protein, uh, which is very critical now. Uh, you know, you know where high gluten wheat is, where low gluten wheat is, and also the physical parameters of broken, shriveled, etc., which are which are done by the trading community. So uh, that's why Agnex becomes a unique proposition in this world where uh, agri-value chains can use Agnex tech, not just for physical analysis, but also for chemical analysis. And hence, that's the combination uh, which makes us one of the most, uh, I would say, valuable company for, for, for B2B trade to happen in commodity world. And all of these tests are instantaneous. These are all instantaneous. Uh, they don't use uh, cloud. Um, that's another benefit that we have. These have huge implications because if we would have used cloud, then we would have been slow. We would not have been able to work, uh, you know, in remote warehouses, remote areas. Today, one can just take our tech, uh, you know, tech in a jhola, as I call it. <laughs> you know, take it in a jhola, just go anywhere and you can start 
you know, building your digital profile for your buying. So I think uh, that's where we worked on making them instantaneous and not at all dependent on, uh, on any other infrastructure. So these are all standalone tech in instant rapid on the spot. You know, uh, in conventional trading, say, take the example of a company like ITC, which procures a whole range of agricultural products from spices to grains, etc. Uh, what, uh, in the conventional world, what would the testing uh, processes be? How long would it take? Incidentally, the company you named, we are working massively. So, <laughs> a company like ITC, for example, if they are buying wheat, if they for which they are a leader, right? They are doing, I think, more than 4 million tons of, of wheat every year. In the traditional systems where, you know, about uh, everything is about quality. So they know uh, this region, this area, this quality will come. This region, this will come. And these are all traditional systems that are written by people and past generations to generations within ITC itself. There are no digital formats of, you know, from which block, from which area, what kind of quality is coming, where we can get high gluten, where we can get low gluten. And if we have high gluten, where can we sell it? Because uh, most of our clients are making money not by saving on procurement of 3 to 4%. They're actually making money by selling it better quality in the market. So <laughs> the idea is that, you know, ITC use our technology so that they know we are building a digital profile for entire procurement, which is massive. And they know, uh, create a better procurement strategy about, you know, from where, what, what pricing we should get in because we know the quality. And what interventions are needed for the farmers? Because if somebody is, let's say, we need higher gluten, then what, what is it that we can work with the farmers to, you know, make them make it a higher gluten wheat? Similarly, uh, for them, it uh, whether it is spices, whether it is, you know, even milk, we are, we are talking with uh, that company. But there are others we are talking to, uh, multiple others, where uh, they want to use this technology to ensure that the procurement systems uh, become much better for them. Given that government is by far the largest procurer and warehouser of agricultural produce, you know, with uh, organizations like F FCI and NAFID having you know hundreds of millions of tons of agricultural produce in their in their warehouses, uh, this would be ideal for them to keep uh, keep stock of uh, the quality of uh, goods in their warehouses, and then therefore uh, how to liquidate what. On priority oh yes oh yes this is a big big uh, need of the of the international procurers uh, we are working with nafid all over india there are others also state procurers with whom we are working and what you just mentioned is exactly what they are looking at because you know all the quality that used to come uh, it was i mean it, it was noted down, but nothing like, you know, you know, inventory by inventory, where exactly what quality is being there. So a better pricing in the market could be, you know, rendered. Uh, otherwise, it's just kind of a, a flat, a flat quality being, you know, undertaken to the market. So uh, this will have great uh, revenue potential for the state uh, and the government. Uh, I mean, central government and uh, all the national procurers are actually uh, uh, approaching Agnex for the same. So I think we have just started with few, but uh, I, I clearly see that uh, everyone will move to this. 
So, uh, how is how is the farming community reacting to Act Next? Are they cursing you or or do they do they love you? You know, because I I can I can imagine uh, a lot of companies rejecting a lot of produce from the farmers or giving them lesser money, claiming that you know this yeah. is not of uh, the the standards that they require. Yeah, uh, I would not say uh, the farming. Uh, I think. any honest transaction is a great transaction for the both uh, buyer and the seller it is the unscrupulous elements which are not happy <laughs> so i think uh, that's where agnex mission to bring transparency and and uh, digitizing the value chain is is working because uh, a lot of you know uh, it happens that people come with you know very very there are a lot of malpractices in the in the public system of you know procuring where things are covered up things are uh, mixed up uh, things are things are not digitized so i think those are the elements which are which are getting uh, jittery about and we we have faced it very 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 brave <laughs> bravely overall and uh, and so did our clients as well so i think uh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a great testimony in fact rather than a challenge i i see it as a testimony of we becoming successful in ensuring that farmers get the right farmers get the right price so i think uh, that revolution has just started with this technology so uh, i am not at all worried or i am not at all concerned about uh, once in a while these unscrupulous elements kind of you know entering into our system and challenging it because it's part of the deal <laughs> is it is it actually incentivizing the farmers to innovate and grow better oh yes oh yes because uh, see uh, if you see the whole white revolution the whole thing was a farmer was able to see that you know if a lactoviter gives me 8% i get a better price i was selling 6 so he himself or he or her himself went back and started working make an output of 8% fat and i think that's what uh, we are doing for every other commodity in the world because the moment farmers you know come to know that you know hey hey what uh, there is a grading and i am able to you know get a price for better quality so the whole revolution starts there you know it's like uh, it's right at the intersection of buying and selling that you can have the maximum technology that's what i believe uh, you know uh, that because it's it's 6 months of an effort of a farmer is being decided in 6 minutes so you cannot have you cannot have uh, you know very subjective or a biased or, or scrupulous uh, judgments being passed on so i think the the trust that the farmer gains and eventually the ecosystem uh ownership uh, by both the buyer and the seller uh, owning technology and an ensuring transaction happens with that has a, has a massive massive effect so i'm pretty happy about you know what, what as a story we started and what we are what we are doing although it's the journey required a huge amount of patience and huge amount of uh, you know technology focus but i think now we are building layers of business and uh, it's it, it is uh, it is very very satisfactory to see that uh, you know we will be one of the companies which will take uh, technology from india to a global level what next for agnext in terms of precision analysis are you, uh, are you likely to add uh, more more uh, devices and lines of service to yes uh, our innovation is immensely rich 
and i think over the five years that we have worked uh, you know we have uh, i mean if you see our devices if you see our overall tech it's 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 enriched with you know any kind of any kind of food any kind of place uh, instantly this required a lot of innovation on the tech side to you know understanding the agriculture value chain etc etc so i think what's next for agnext in this space is that we will leverage this six years of knowledge to build amazing concepts uh, and amazing applications for global food value chains so i think we are just shortly coming up we have tied up with indian institute of science uh, and a us university to work on uh, magnetic resonance which is a new technology that we will be bringing in which will be which will be analyzing food uh, amazingly i mean uh, you can even do isotopes in that uh, you can analyze honey you can analyze meat you can analyze so many other uh, products uh, which cannot be currently done and uh, require very expensive suit of uh, lab i think we will be able to do on the spot uh, with such technologies and uh, apart from that i think the team is you know it has innovated multiple other products uh, there are two patented products uh, which we incidentally have been just innovating for the last four years they are just shortly coming into the market and the demand is amazing uh, we have uh, uh, which which saves quality uh, at multiple value chains in the system uh, one uh, one saves from the food to get waste uh, get wasted and the other saves a lot on the pesticides front so these are just new innovations that agnext uh, has uh, uh, has the capability to take it globally so i think what's next for agnext is very interesting things which we have been working uh, very thoroughly and very diligently and uh, if you ask me other than products what's next for agnext it is uh i'm focusing on three things right now one is uh one is international so we take this we just opened up in uae and vietnam uh we will be opening in other places in the in the next quarter and uh, i think uh, uh second is uh, you know internalization which means that we have developed a, a series of technologies which we are now uh you know packing packaging into one platform for all our buyers all our clients and that's a that's a very very interesting uh, proposition because uh they used to go to 15 other players to you know talk for one uh, for second for third you just package it very neatly into one platform and and giving it as a subscription so i think that's the second priority that i have uh, for agnext and and the third is i think uh, india <laughs> because i truly believe that you know india is my third eye or third uh, focus because uh, i truly believe that the time is there now and you just look at indo ua corridor itself is 100 billion and then indo australia has just been signed uh, there are other countries which are signing and uh, i think uh, there's a lot of capability within the company uh, and uh, and to you know to utilize this opportunity and take india to the next level so i think these are the three key focus or three eyes i would be focus on right uh, third finally is is there any uh, commodity or agricultural produce that uh, you found challenging to analyze that your machines haven't yet cracked 
<laughs> everyone looks the same if we don't till we till we crack it <laughs> so you know when we started cattle feed there were 14 raw, uh, raw material it took us almost 2 years to do this tea took us 2 and a half years so a lot of lo- i mean i don't think any other company has gone to these levels of you know details uh, so many have fall, fallen off in the third or sixth month itself while we persisted till the second year or third year so i think uh, everything is solvable uh, if we if we just know the right process uh, and 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 the right uh, you know means to uh, execute those processes so i think that that is what uh, we have wholeheartedly done so what we do used to do two years i think now we will just do it in less than less than two weeks it's just because we know the algos we know the game we know what elements to analyze etc etc so uh, but uh, one value chain which is very intriguing for me and uh, which i personally like to solve although i am a vegetarian <laughs> is the meat industry so i think that is uh, about to come uh, uh, in our portfolio we will we will be working on it in much more detail because i i need to understand the global markets for it and uh, where the value prop for uh, comes in uh, so i think that is something uh, is very very interesting and very intriguing for me personally uh, but i think i'll leave it to the team to come together and see where we kind of take it forward right taran on that note thank you very much for joining us on field notes uh, this week until we meet next time goodbye and god bless <laughs> until we meet next time thank you so much vegan it was such a pleasure to be here thank you thank you Thanks.